This is the 4J Super Insights Podcast, featuring conversation with Eugene School District 4J Superintendent, Dr. Andy Dye. Hello, I'm Eugene School District 4J Superintendent, Andy Dye, and welcome to the Super Insights Podcast. Today, we have Gene Chisholm, the Churchill Ninth Grade Transition Coordinator and also the Black Student Union Advisor with us, and you have brought two guests. Thanks for being here. You two, you mind introducing yourselves? My name is uh, Sayum Schaefer, a student in the 4J School District. I'm Melanie Mack. I'm a senior at Churchill. Nice to meet you all. Thanks for coming mm-hmm. today. we got some people in the listening audience that want to hear from the three of you, not as much from me. But Gene, do you mind telling us a bit about the BSU and what, what is it intended to do for students at, at all of our high schools? BSU is a black student union. It is a place where all students are welcome. The purpose is unification, solidarity, and a place to problem solve for students of African-American and Black descent and to also plan events on campus and work collaboratively with our other affinity groups, such as uh, Latinx Student Union, APASU, Asian Student Pacific Islanders, uh, NASU, and our JCU, our Jewish Cultural Union. And you're the advisor. What, what role do you play? What does that mean, the advisor for the BSU? I get to tell them what to do. Um, I oversee our agendas for our meetings. I do some planning when it's like our MLK celebration, our Black Excellence Week. I'm basically the middleman between our union and our administrative team at our school. And so if our students have concerns or ideas or they want to make something happen, I'm the person who goes and has the conversations with our administrative team. Nice. Thanks. Appreciate the work, too. Thank you. Being part of the BSU takes time, obviously, and you're going to spend your time where you get most value. What what is it about your involvement in the BSU that that has you prioritize that or spend your time there? It's it's like a good community. It's nice to educate yourself and it's nice to educate others who like people who might not be as educated as you on important topics like history because we need to make sure history doesn't repeat itself and you know we thrive and we be the better future that we want to see and it's also just a fun time you know we play music hang out hang out with people that we know aren't going to judge us and are like us and understand what we've been through and what it's like to live here Nice. Melanie, how long have you been associated with the BSU at Churchill? I've been in the BSU since my sophomore year, and that's when I first moved to Eugene and Oregon in general. So I was involved in the BSU because I was looking for, like, community, which was pretty much lacking in my school. And so I really wanted to find that community again like I did back home. And the BSU has helped me build community and networking because when I'm at BSU, I show leadership, which helps me get recognized for other things and helps me find other activities and community events that are going around in Eugene. Where'd you move here from? Los Angeles. A little bit different in Eugene than LA, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. How big is the BSU at, at Churchill? I'm sure you don't have a, a count, but it's not more or less. that big. No, we're we're work we're working on getting bigger. Yeah. There, hopefully, <laughs> this will help. 
Do you have speakers come in from the community? Do you have, I don't know, professors, business owners, yeah, community organizers? Mostly what are some of the things that, that you've had a chance to hear about and do? I feel like we mainly get people from the NAACP here. Mm-hmm. So we get speakers from that organization. It also promotes the NAACP, which helps us like bring those two communities together. Basically, nice. and we mainly hear those speakers like during assemblies or special events. Gene, you got any thoughts? We also have other educators come in. Dr. Lake has been there. Um, we've seen Jason Floyd and other community partners that bring about opportunities for students of color to find work, to get internships. So um, there's a few people who are contacting me now that really want to get involved with the, being a part of our BSU and having conversations. There's even opportunities to collaborate across schools. Um, several BSUs would like to collaborate. So we got some things in the work, but not like finalized. Mm-hmm. You and I worked together in Springfield like a lifetime ago. It how seems like it. In, how long have you been in the district now, Gene? In 4J? Yeah. I think this is year seven. So I've been in this district now for nine years, and I've seen a lot of change from my perspective in our affinity groups across all of our schools. But I wonder if you've got thoughts on how things have changed over the last five to seven years. Um, is it a good thing? Are there things we need to be doing? Love to hear your perspective. I think there could be more. Mm-hmm. We really feel pressed to make a lot of things happen and like having dynamic speakers and having limited funds to make those things happen is, is a challenge. Two years ago, we collaborated with the uh, University of Oregon and we had a, uh, a chef slash book author come in and present for our BSU. And we were able to bring in our feeder schools. So we had Kennedy and ATA. It was a great opportunity. We had to move fast. And sometimes there's logistics that are challenging when you have someone come in to speak at the U of O and then like getting access for kids to come. It's a lot of a lot of logistics. Yeah, yeah, that present challenges. But luckily, we have advocates all over. One that drove us here that could make some phone calls and send some emails and 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 really help out to make these opportunities possible for all our students. Because it's not just our BSU. We're open for all and any and all students, mm. but. We do talk about things that pertain to our, our specific community. Sayum, how long have you been in BSU? This is my third year in BSU. I'm a junior, and I have been in it since freshman year. But previously, I was in the BSU at the middle school that I went to, which was ATA. But that was online school, and I Oof, was that was rough. One of, I think I was one of one. Uh, black member of that union everyone else was white so you know it wasn't like a a real bsu experience i didn't really feel like in a community and so i i'd say three years i don't i wouldn't count middle school and there'll be people that are associated with the district or that have kids coming up into our high schools or kids will listen to this what would you want them to know about being a part of an affinity group, be it the BSU or the APASU or, or whatever? What, what do you think the value of an affinity group at our high schools is? 
I think it really shows representation and appreciation of the culture that's being shown in those affinity groups. Like, when you go to an affinity group, you are really mainly looking for community and people who look like you. And I think that's very important for different ethnic backgrounds and different races, for them to have a space where they can appreciate who they are without feeling judged or feeling less than, things like that. Like, it's really important that you have representation for each person, whether it's something as small as, like, I don't know, just, like, honestly, I don't know. You don't have to walk around explaining yourself or feeling like you're waiting for people to see whether or not they understand you. Yeah. Yeah. You really need groups like that in school, especially, like, with the way Eugene is. Like, there's very few minorities here so it's really good to cling on to that little representation that you have and make sure those kids are feeling appreciated for who they are it really helps like in the long run because they feel proud and they have people who look like them who are doing good and being successful people so they can see themselves in those people so it's good part of a community yeah Mm -hmm. it's good to have a role model or community and support systems in your school community nice got any thoughts see you yeah i think it's also important to make bonds with that um very small group of kids that look like you or have the same traditions as you it's good to know all of those people as many as possible so that you can make good relationships whether that just be friendships or like mentorships or you know just and the upperclassmen helping out, you know, a freshman as they enter the school, showing them around and telling them that they won't be judged. And, you know, they always have a place to come and have a community no matter what. February is Black History Month. What does that mean to you? Personally, it hasn't really meant a lot to me and until recently. We did quite a bit for it in my elementary school. And I think that is oddly when I felt the most proud and interested about it Hmm. and then in middle school you know I didn't really feel you know you could ask any middle school kid they don't really feel like they're best in middle school it's a very awkward time in your life you feel like you don't have community even if you do because you know friendships aren't as dialed in and people don't understand themselves yet but I'm starting to see Black History Month becoming more important to me in recent years, like last year and this year. I've cared about it a lot more. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think it means it, it's just a time to really look back, but not cry too hard about the bad things that have happened, but plan for the future and be proud for the things that we've accomplished and what we are doing you know, today, the present. There's a lot to celebrate about the accommodations of people in every facet of life in the African American community. Absolutely. Community. Tons. Yeah. Um, I had the opportunity this last summer to go to Washington DC and I won't get the name of the museum right but went to the National Museum for African American History and Culture. Blew me away. If you ever get a chance to go, check it out. Fantastic history. Folks aren't here to listen to me. Anything to add, Melanie? Um Well, yeah, I agree with Sayum on the last part, just like talking about appreciating the month and things like that, like 
how you shouldn't focus on like the bad things, but you also need to recognize those things as well so you don't repeat history. But I think the month itself is to show representation and appreciate the hardships that African-Americans and black people have went through in the past and finally recognize them, uh, recognize the community and all the things they've done to like have us here today and have this whole month to look and celebrate. Now, what y'all want is why we're here. And what I mean is schools are not going to be relevant to the students that they serve unless we listen to you. What advice would you give to me as the superintendent or to the board about what we can do to elevate your experience and the experience of students in our schools? I think that we should have more like events revolving around culture and things like that. Like I feel like with the BSU, we honestly don't get any funding to actually do stuff. Hmm. So it's like we can sit here and talk about things, but we're not actually really doing anything. It's very limited, so it leaves us with like very little room to actually do things and go out and experience rural life like activities and things like that. Like we're talking to each other and we're appreciating each other, but we can be celebrating each other and doing things. Like I feel like mainly like in every culture there's like food or celebrations and things like that. Like we don't get the funding to actually enjoy the cultures of each other. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of hard to celebrate with just like pictures of the culture. Like, we don't actually get to experience the culture itself. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think bringing the the culture to us also would help because it's a simple fact that there's not a very predominantly black population in Eugene, and we're not going to be able to change that. But we can uplift the people that are are here, the few that are here, and bring in people from around the world, musicians, artists, things like that. Those are the people that really inspire the next generation because that's what everyone wants to be is they want to show them true, their true self. And, you know, no one does that better than an artist or uh, a musician or some or just a very wise person who knows themselves. So bringing in musical artists to interact with people. I think is a very powerful thing to do. Bringing in people who are very skilled in their field of study, like a professor of physics or something, that can get a lot of people really riled up if they are really like nerdy about physics. You know, they, they want to learn about it. It's yeah. their passion. You know, I think bringing in people like that really helps, and that's what we did at our. Um, Black Excellence Week assembly, we brought in a musical artist, correct me if I'm wrong, Versatile the Great. Versatile the Great, yeah. He came and did a a musical show for us, and we had a double assembly, and it was really good. And everyone, like, really enjoyed the music and was interacting and was pretty hype about it. And it was really fun. And I think that is something that brings together and educates at the same time. So more things like that. Yeah. Okay. Are y'all connected at all to the BSU at the University of Oregon or LCC? 
we have uh, worked with Dr. Rashid at uh, Lane okay. Community College. I know Dr. Rashid. Um, so we've had opportunities to work with him and attend LCC's events. We missed a couple due to uh, ice apocalypse. Yeah. So uh, the event got rescheduled and just didn't work with our schedule. So we're hoping we can catch something in the spring here. And so our students can attend in the spring. So we're, we're about to wrap up, but I wanted to give each of you a chance to, to leave folks in the listening audience with any parting thoughts, anything in particular that I didn't ask about that you think it's important that people know. I'll jump in on something. You asked a question about how we feel about, you know, February and the, and the month being established as Black History Month. I want to say it is, it is a, uh, it's, it's an honor However, I think those accomplishments should be recognized all year round. And in the case of particularly where we live, historically, um, we've been challenged, especially people of color, due to the laws that were in place here in Oregon. And knowing that we have pioneers that have opened doors and opportunities for all. In our case, down the road, you know, there's William Henry Tebow Parkway or you know, the highway that leads you to the coast. And he was one of the first African-American, you know, engineers from uh, Oregon State University. And then we have the Reynolds family. We we were so proud to have, uh, you know, one of the descendants of the Reynolds family uh, teaching in our building. And then the fact that we've had numerous folks that are educators that look like me in the, in the same building and, and, and often our students don't have an opportunity to see an educator that looks like them until they get to the college age. Mm -hmm. And so having an opportunity now for not just our set community of students, but for the school in general, it's an honor and it's uh, a way to build understanding and to educate folks. So the goal, the end goal is to see you become a community member. We want everyone to go off to college, but I want to know how you're going to be if you're my neighbor. Like, are you going to be a stand-up person? And so um, we hope to instill those kind of things in our students as they transition from, you know, high school to the next phase of their lives. Yeah, whatever that may be. Yeah. I just want everyone, I mean, not even just uh, BIPOC individuals, but all kids to look back and understand what happened, but to think about themselves and find their passion and try to follow their dream and make the future a better place in the best way they know how. And to listen to multiple ways of thinking, always be open-minded and tolerant of people when people get, you know, rough, because people do, but to do the right thing and to follow their dreams and then find what they want to do and stay in their own lane and just keep cool because there's no reason to go crazy over useless things. You know, that, that's it, really. Thank you. Um, I guess I would just say be involved really be involved in your community or join a random club and make the most out of it. 
or even an affinity group like what we're talking about mm-hmm. because there's just opportunities just waiting and you won't find them unless you're looking for them so really just like make the most out of it and make the most out of your school years things like that really try to be involved and find community within your school or even outside of it just do your best Every day is a day to start over. We're just at the beginning, even though we've done a lot, I think, as a district to support and enhance people not just being tolerated, but being celebrated for who they are, regardless of who you are. Um, There's still a whole lot of work to be done. So I appreciate you sharing your thoughts with me today. Always here to listen. Um, Just an email or a phone call away. If you've got something, I definitely want to hear it. We want our schools to be relevant to the students and the staff we serve. So have a great day. Um, hope I didn't keep you out of class too long and thanks a lot thank you thanks for your time take care everybody this is Andy Dye superintendent of Eugene School District 4J and this is Super Insights